the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're here. We're glad to be hanging out with you right here in the nation's capital. You ready to talk to me on this Theological Thursday? Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. I'm Dr. David Anderson, and I'm glad you're joining me today on Real Talk with me. And guess what? Today is Theological Thursday. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, which is today. Tomorrow is Open Phone-In Friday. And then we have a special show on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. So make sure you join us then as well on this station. And, of course, if you don't have a place to worship, you can always worship with us on Sundays at bridgeway.cc. That's bridgeway.cc. You can go there and find out more information. But today it's Theological Thursday, and I want to talk to you as we're coming up toward Christmas, the Theology of the Incarnation. The Theology of the Incarnation. Have you ever thought about the Incarnation? That means uh, God coming in the flesh, Jesus Christ putting on flesh. What is the importance of Jesus' birth? And what does it mean uh, for you, for me? Maybe you have a question about it theologically and you wonder about uh, the the humanity and the divinity of of Jesus. Well, guess what? Today, uh, for those of you who are sort of Bible study egghead types, academic types, or or whatever, guess what? You get to you get to press in on a theological topic like the incarnation. So let's talk about that. Give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434, and uh, we can we can be students together of God's Word. And, of course, through your questions and comments, we can often teach and learn from one another. Again, my phone number in the studio if you have a question about the divinity or the humanity of Jesus, Christmas, Jesus' birth, the incarnation. Feel free to call me, 888-432-7434. Is it uh, even relevant today? If so, why? Is it relevant to you? Does it mean anything to you that uh, Jesus was a human in physical form? 888-43-BRIDGE. I'm going to bow for a short word of prayer, commit our time to the Lord, as we always do at the beginning and the end of the show. So would you pray with me now? 
dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we have the platform, the microphone, the opportunity to connect with brothers and sisters all around the nation's capital. We take today's show, we place it right in your hands, and we ask you to guide and uh, direct the conversation as well as the Word of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said, Amen and Amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, a couple other ways to get a hold of me in case you can't uh, call in or you want to talk to me offline. Uh, just go to my uh, website, andersonspeaks.com. have an email there. Or uh, you can go to my favorite website I often cite, and that is embracegracism.com. Embracegracism.com. And by the way, the ultimate uh, in gracism is that God from a completely different, quote-unquote, race, if you will, came into a race that wasn't his own, the human race. And as a result of the human experience, Jesus placed himself into a human form. I want you to imagine, uh, as a human being, being, uh, becoming an ant. A human being, and you just decide, you know what, I'm going to become an ant. Can you imagine what that would be like? You have the physical uh, ability of a human. You have the, the, the nervous system of a human. But then you decide, I'm going to become an ant. And so for a period of time, and that ain't no small time, 33 years, Jesus lived as a human being on the earth. For thir- let's just say 30 years, you are going to be an ant. What do you think that would be like? Uh, yeah, you still have a brain and the memory of a human, but you're now an ant subject to other ants that are bigger and stronger than you. You uh, are, you know, get bullied by the roaches and one day maybe even killed by the roaches publicly in front of the ant heel. But you literally have a human uh, mind. You have a human experience, but now you have somehow pressed yourself into being an ant. How frustrating would that be? But you did it because you knew that was going to be the only way to relate to all the other ants, to save them from a pending eternal damnation. And you also knew that by doing so, they would be right with God, or in this case, the other uh, human that, that was in your form. I mean, that is ama- that is amazing to think about, right? That's what God did. The incarnation is about God becoming man. It's about God, the son, putting himself into the human experience. The word incarnation, carne, that that, that root word, we get the word carnivorous. It's flesh. It's meat. All right. And so incarnation, incarne in the flesh. So when the divine uh, made a decision to come into the flesh, he became flesh and dwelt among us. This is what God has done for you and me. And he didn't come like Adam where he was uh, formulated as a, a, a an adult. But no, you would be born through a virgin Mary and you would be a baby, like you could not be more vulnerable than the formation of a fetus 
uh, becoming uh, born uh, through the womb of a woman and being a baby that anyone could kill, having to depend on other human beings for your uh, subsistence. This, my friends, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the incarnation. That is the theological uh, conversation we're having today. If you want to know more about it, maybe you have questions about it, maybe you want to kick the idea around, but what I want you to see more than anything else, and that is this, that this is love. Because again, I would not become an ant for anybody, uh, but God decided he loved the world so much. He, he didn't decide it, it just is. For God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only son. And that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Wow. That's John 3.16. Well, if you want to talk to me about it, my lines are now open. Are you interested in this kind of theological topic? Well, let's talk about it. 888-43-BRIDGE. Dr. David Anderson here. Do you like me? Do you follow me? I hope you like me and I hope you follow me. In fact, would you be so kind to go to Facebook and YouTube at Anderson Speaks is my address there. Like me and follow me. Check this out. In the new year, I'm going to give away a bunch of free stuff to one of you who have liked me and followed me, but you got to do it now. Go to Anderson Speaks, all right, on social media. That's Facebook and YouTube. Well, what will you get? You're going to get a Gracism mask. I'm going to send it to you for free. It's beautiful. It's all black, great material with the word Gracism across the lips. I'm going to send you a Gracism mug. It looks so good. I've got a Gracism glass with a Gracism coaster that it goes on, not to mention my book, How to Think Like a Gracist, a 90-day challenge, which is a great way to start off the new year. So what do you do to get all this free stuff? All you got to do is go to Facebook and YouTube at Anderson Speaks is the handle there. Like me and follow me and get all this free stuff in the new year. We're going to choose a winner. Thanks a lot. This is Real Talk with who? Dr. David Anderson. Are you looking to hire quality people for your company? You need skilled, screened, and serious candidates who are ready to serve your mission and vision on day one, right? I know just the recruiting consulting firm that can help you. It's Concept IQ. Dr. Anderson has known the president, Mark Weissman, for years, and he will work with your company to get you the most qualified labor force you need, whether accounting, administrative, finance, IT, medical, retail, government contracting, or more, Mark will work with you to fit your company's needs. If you're looking for work or looking for good workers, contact Mr. Mark Wiseman today at 877-472-9001. See how Concept IQ Consulting can help grow your business with the qualified talent you need. Again, call 877-472-9001 or check them out online at conceptiqconsulting.com. 
Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass. You're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel, and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? I'm glad you're hanging out with me on this Theological Thursday. You'll have to tell me if you think that uh, this topic is one that is too heady for you. I don't think it is, though, because it's actually something we should all know basically as believers, and that is the incarnation of the Lord Jesus Christ. It really is uh, foundational to what it means to be a follower of of Jesus, understanding how how he got here, why he even had to come. Now, hundreds of years prior to Jesus being born in Bethlehem to the Virgin Mary, which is a story in and of itself, I promise you, but about 800 years prior to that, it was prophesied that he would be born to a, to a virgin, and uh, the the scripture you can find it in is Isaiah 7:14. You've heard it before. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. So that is uh, Isaiah 7:14. Now in Isaiah 9, 6, it says this, and this is where I want you to see the humanity and the divinity of Jesus in the same person. Check it out. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Uh, if you want to talk to me about these passages, call me at 888-432-7434. I want you to notice the first two sentences of this prophecy Isaiah 9 6 listen very well for to us a child is born that is Christ's humanity listen to the next line to us a son is given 
That's Christ's divinity. Uh, you see, the, the, the first half, a child is born. Uh, God was never born. God was never formed. Now, he knows that we are formed and we are dust. He knows that we're uh, temporary and we were created with the hands of God. And Jesus, the second part of the triune God, was a part of creation when it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, Jesus was there. God is plural, Elohim, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Okay, so God himself has always existed. He is Jehovah. He is the self-existent one. He's never been created. He's never been born. But Jesus, this Messiah that would come, that Isaiah talked about in Isaiah, in Isaiah 9, 6, it says, for to us a child is born. That's the humanity that this God would actually subject himself to be to the birthing process of a woman's womb and all that goes with that. It says, to us, a son is given. This is God the Father giving his son. This is where you get John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And so when we see Jesus, we have to understand theologically that he was 100% God and 100% human. Do you want to talk to me about this? Is this a topic that is of interest to you? If not, uh, why not? If it's important, why do you think it's important uh, for believers to understand this? Because, you know, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses would not believe that Jesus was divine. They would say he is the Son of God, but they would not say that he was divine, okay, that he is deified. He is a man like you and I, a great prophet and the Son of God, but not God himself. And so it's important for you to understand your theology, and we're going to go over some more verses just so you have it down for those of you who are more student-oriented and you're writing them down, Isaiah seven fourteen and Isaiah 9, 6. That's where, uh, where we are right now. If you want to give me a call on this Theological Thursday, we're talking about the theology of the incarnation. Incarnate means in the flesh, okay? Uh, if you want to talk to me about that, my phone number is 888-432-7434. Okay, get your coffee, get your Coke, get your water, get your tea, whatever you have. Let's sit down and have a little bit of a little Bible study, a little opportunity to talk theology. It is Theological Thursday, isn't it? Triple eight. Four three bridge. That is uh, the number live in studio. Hello to uh, my folk on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. Thanks a lot for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there, or you can always just type in Dr. David Anderson in Facebook, and you'll get to me. And you'll also see other good people on there like D Bird and Connie Robinson and Judy Yaya and Tony Penny and and Nene Braxton, just to name. A few. Thanks a lot for tuning in, friends. Well, if you get to the New Testament, the biggest passage that helps you understand that God became flesh. Anybody know what passage that is? God became flesh. That's John chapter 1. And again, back to the Jehovah's Witnesses. They, in their translation, the New World Translation, changed an article uh, a, a letter or so to make it fit the theology that Jesus was the son of God, but not God 
himself. But I want you to see what John 1.1 says. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and what? And the word was God. The Jehovah's Witnesses stick, in, stick the article A. So, so it would say in their Bible, uh, the word was with God and the word was a God. See? Um, no. This is the, be understood clearly. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Well, who's the he? He is the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God. Who was with God? Had to be Jesus. The word was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Jesus. Nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. And he still might be saying, but pastor, that's a stretch to call the word Jesus. So it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. But how are you sure that that word was Jesus? Well, if you keep taking your finger from uh, John 1.1 1, 1, and just move it all the way down to John 1.14. If, if we were in Bible study, I'd have somebody read it. I'd say, would somebody read uh, uh, verse 14? So we're, we're not uh, together, so I can't say it, but you could do it in your house. Uh, and read verse 14. Read it aloud if you can. This is what it says. The word became flesh and made himself dwell among us. Do you see that? So in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God, verse 1. Verse 14, the word became flesh. How did the word become flesh? It had to be Jesus, right? Jesus became flesh. So you could change the word to Jesus. Jesus became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So you see, we're talking about Jesus. Jesus became flesh. And it's, of course, this is not the only place we see it. There are other places, like in Philippians chapter 2, we are told that Jesus became a man, that he became flesh. Is this important uh, for us to understand? Yes, because when you're talking about the very nature of God, you need to understand that the triune God, the Trinity, if you will, is the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Now, the Bible doesn't use the term Trinity. We uh, use that term just because it says three in one. Really, the better way to put it, if somebody wants to argue with you, it's like, the Trinity's not even in the Bible. Just say the triune God. He, he's one God in three persons. And you say, but that doesn't make sense. That, yeah, it makes sense to God. It just don't make sense to us. And so we've got to believe by faith. One God, okay, the Lord our God is one, Deuteronomy. But three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we learn in Philippians 2 that he actually became human. Now, we already learned it in John 1, John 1, 1, and John 1, 14. What about Philippians 2? This is what it says. Verse 6, who, speaking of Jesus, being in the very nature God, so it says right there, 
did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, or uh, maybe in the King James, something to be grasped, or um, you know, the divine prerogatives and privileges. He did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, to hold on to. Rather, and this is verse 7, which is known as the kenosis passage, because kenao means he emptied himself in the Greek. Rather, he made himself nothing, meaning he emptied himself of his divine prerogatives, by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. Wow. Remember, uh, God was never made. God was never formed. And yet, because God the Father has decided to send Jesus the Son, for unto us a child is born, but a son is given. He became flesh, and he took on the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. Well, what do you think about that? You interested in it? Do you understand the theology of it? We're talking about the theology of the incarnation, meaning God in the flesh. 888-432-7434. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. The holidays are all about sitting back and sipping on eggnog. That is until the lights go out on the front of your house and you have to search through a strand of 5,000 to find that one pesky light. You find yourself thinking, why is everything got to be so hard? Well, at New Look, we make getting a new roof easy. We offer both virtual and on-site estimates. Use a special winter installation process to ensure shingles are sealed and tight. And we install most roofs in a single day. So all you have to do is sit back and sip away. Find out why over 40,000 homeowners have trusted New Look to do their roof. Right now, get great holiday savings with 50% off all roofing materials. Plus, qualify for interest-free financing until 2022. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. While we can't make everything easy, we can make roofing easy. I grew up poor, which is even worse than being poor. See the movie, From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. I've never shied away from hard work. Rising from poverty, he achieved the American dream. We'll all be able to say, free at last! From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. Available at SalemNow.com. Get 20% off with promo code WAVA. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. WAVA. 105.1 FM WAVA. Leading the way with Michael Youssef. Weekday mornings at 11 on life-changing talk radio, WAVA. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills. But let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage. A special tool that would help you build a bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. 
My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Millville Park, Road, Millville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the program. It's Theological Thursday, and we're talking about the theology of the incarnation. That is uh, Christ in the flesh. And why is that important uh, to understand what Jesus' birth actually meant, him being in the flesh, and that he was 100% humanity and 100% divinity. If you want to talk about that uh, that theological topic, feel free to give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. And uh, Christmas is coming, and, and oftentimes people have theological questions around Christmas. Not so much about the trees and the gifts, although those tend to dominate uh, the conversation of what the holiday is about. But what is the theology of it? What is the theology of of Christ coming to become human. Well, again, like I said in the first half of the program, if you could become an ant but have a human mind uh, and have the human memory of what it was like to be a human, you can only imagine how difficult it was for Jesus to uh, be divine, create the universe, and then be subjected to the human limitations and the human temptations of the human experience yet he did it he did it in fact he came through uh the the birthing canal of a virgin woman by the name of mary born in bethlehem and it was prophesied 500 to 800 years prior in isaiah chapter 7 14 and chapter 9 6 and it says for to us a child is born for to us a son is given Um, that shows the humanity and the divinity of the Lord Jesus Christ or of the Messiah that would come uh, for a child is born. That's the human, that's the humanity. A son is given. That is the divinity. And so Jesus was given to us. God so loved the world that he gave. If you want to talk to me about the topic, you can call me at 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or if you're trying to memorize the number, 888-43-BRIDGE. We looked at Isaiah 7:14 and Isaiah 9:6. We also looked at Philippians 2, verses 6 and 7. Uh, but you know, it says in Romans 5 that because of one man's sin, uh, all of us, unfortunately, uh, in the human um, DNA have sin in our system. And so every child then that is born is born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Everybody under the sound of my voice has been born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We're all sinners and we all have the cancer of sin in our spirit. And so therefore the only way that we could have salvation is if God would provide a way, a plan of redemption 
to wash us away and forgive us for our sins. Problem is, we have a God of mercy, okay? But we also need to understand we have a God of justice. And so, therefore, a God of justice says somebody has got to pay for the sins of humanity. And God realized that there's only one that can do that. And it, there's only one that can pay the penalty. So when we talk about justice it's not or mercy, it's not because God's not just. No, it's because God did uh, exact justice on an innocent third party, which was Jesus. So then how does the incarnation of, of Jesus help us? Well, God needed someone who was perfect not to sin and live a perfect life as a substitute for all those who lived in perfect lives. Just like you had Adam who sinned and that made the human bloodstream uh, sinful, now we needed a second Adam with no sin and to not have any sin and then pay the penalty for all the ones who did sin. And if you could get one person who was sinless, take on the sins of humanity and not sin himself, and then is crucified on the cross, goes to spend eternity separated from God at this, when, during this three-day window, and rise again from the dead, what Jesus experienced on the cross and through his death until he rose again would be then the equivalent of separation from God Almighty, which is what hell is. And so God so loved the world that he was willing to be separated from the one he knew for all of eternity past so that when he rose him again from the dead, while he'd have the stain of that separation, the pain of that separation, he would also now have all the other humans who would accept the payment for that sin come into heaven to be with him. So he would gain not only his son Jesus back, but all the humans that he lost because of sin. And so the importance of the incarnation is that we have a Lord and Savior who was tempted like we were in every category of life, yet without sin. And as a result, he empathizes with our weaknesses and he sits at the right hand of the Father, interceding on our behalf. It is amazing what God has done to create a system of redemption, starting with the incarnation of Jesus Christ, ending with the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, only then to have Christ come back again to take us to a place that he has prepared for us, that where he is, we may be also. When we get back, we'll take your calls at 888-432-7434 if you have a question about the incarnation. Hang on, Landover. We're coming right to you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Best Buy Waterproofing. There's been a lot of rain here in the Maryland, Virginia area over the past two months.
month, and there's more rain in the forecast. If you have issues in your home with basement moisture, mold and mildew, a crack in your wall, and water leaking into your home, I have a solution for you. My company, Best Buy Waterproofing, can fix your issue forever. We will give you a dry basement and get rid of the mold and mildew, moisture, and any issues related to water around the foundation of your home. Our work comes with a lifetime guarantee, and we are highly rated with the Better Business Bureau. Also know, during this unusual time, my team is fully functional and able to serve you with the highest level of safety for you and your family. Many hundreds of families have been served by Best Buy Waterproofing here in the Maryland and Virginia area. Let us help you, too. Go to BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call us directly 24 hours a day, 844-980-3707. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know. Because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's one of those days you want to have your Bible out as we're kind of doing a Bible study, aren't we? We're talking about the theology of the incarnation. You know, it says the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. So Jesus was actually born. Uh, Galatians 4, 4 says, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his son born of a woman born under the law. Remember, God was never born. God was never formed. God was never made. Jesus is God in the second person. And so remember what Isaiah says, unto us a child is born, a son is given. This is why we see Jesus in his humanity being born. Uh, but when it says a, a son is given, he was already a son. He was already uh, alive. He was with God the Father during creation. Remember John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God, John 1.14. And the Word came and dwelt among, uh, became flesh and dwelt among us. And so we, we are learning that Jesus, when he came onto the earth, 
was born of a virgin, and he was uh, living as a human being for 33 years, tempted like you and I were, going through the same human limitations that you and I do. Think about that. God never has to go to the limitations of human beings. But in this case, he, ch- he chose to do it. He chose to do what would be equivalent to you deciding to become an ant. All right. Even though you have human mind, even though you have human memory, you are subject to the limitations and the temptations of being a small little ant. That's what God had to do with his son, Jesus. And that's what Jesus had to humble himself to do in order to bring salvation to the rest of us ants, so to speak. If you want to talk to me about it, the number is 888-432-7434. We're talking about the theology of the incarnation. Let's go to Landover, Maryland, as promised, and talk to Tony, who's on the line. Hi, Tony. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello, sir. Fine, thank you. I just want to let you know that I'm a long-time listener, and I really enjoy your show. Thank you, sir. Um, I, I'm i kind of a stumped with a couple of Bible uh, verses that I've read over the years, and I still am not clear. If I could ask you to look at Second Peter 3, verses 10 to 12, and cross-reference that with Revelation 21.1. In verse 10 of Second Peter 3, it says, But the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night, and which the heaven shall pass away, emphasis to mine, with a great noise, and the elements shall melt, my emphasis, with fervent heat. And that is repeated in verse 12, where it says, The heavens on fire shall be dissolved. So we have heat, fire, melt, dissolved, Mm-hmm. And continuing with 10, the earth also shall, the works that are therein shall be burned up. So again, there's another reference to fire. In verse 11, there's that word dissolved again. Mm-hmm. Revelation 21.1 says, uh, where John wrote, I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth will passed away. Repeating what Peter wrote in verse 10, 2 Peter 3.10. So it seems as if everything will be burned up. I'm from early reading, or a new heaven, God is going to replace heaven and earth with a new heaven and a new earth. How can the average person reading this make sense of it? Well, you made very clear sense when you read it. Um, Revelation 20 is where all of the doom takes place. Revelation 21 is when God creates a new heaven and a new earth. And so Second Peter 3 is dealing with everything that's happening in Revelation 20, uh, going all the way back uh, to chapter 4. So when you look at Revelation 4 through Revelation 20, and you see all of the destruction and all the things that are going on, all of that destruction is happening that you see in Second Peter 3. When you get to Revelation 21, it's as if we can turn the page now. It's as if Everything has been burned up. Everything has been melted. Every All the people have been thrown. Uh, Satan has been locked away. People have been thrown into hell. But everybody whose, whose name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, as it says in Revelation 20, when you get then to Revelation 21, it's all brand new. So there's now no more fire, no more burning, no nothing is left from the old. In fact, it actually says if you keep reading in Revelation 21 that this is the new order of things. It says in verse yep. 4, he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. And check this out. 
for the old order of things has passed away. He who yes. is seated you know on I the throne said, check this out, I am making everything new. New. Yeah. Isn't that something? So I guess I understood. Yeah, I understood. I guess I understood it the way. And when I called you, now that you've explained it, because ha- I've had people say, "No, um, this is uh, going to be after the millennium." Uh, many other people give explanations. Yeah. I just wanted to have something because I, if I were to answer another layperson a question, mm-hmm. I don't want to mislead them. I want to be sure that I'm. Yeah, well, and I love it because, you know, what you're doing is trying to make sure you understand clearly so you can explain it as well. And and just remember that Second Peter 3 is dealing with the day of judgment, the day of the Lord. This is for yes. all the unbelievers, all right? And and um, you remember there are two judgments, uh, caller. Yes. Uh, the judgment for uh, unbelievers is known as the white throne judgment, which we see in yes. Re- Revelation 20. But the the right. judgment for believers is a judgment not of condemnation like unbelievers. And what Second Peter three is is the judgment of condemnation. For believers, okay. it's the judgment of commendation. Yes. Right. And so. Thank you for that word. Yeah, you you you've got it down now. Just remember the judgment of commendation and the judgment of condemnation. And Second Peter three is the judgment of condemnation, and we see its fulfillment in in Revelation twenty. But the judgment seat for believers is the judgment of commendation, which we find in Second Corinthians five, when it talks about we'll be judged for every word and everything that we say or do. And this is where Peter, this, I'm not Peter, this is where the Apostle Paul at the end of his life says, you know, I, I fought a good fight, I kept the faith, I finished my race. And he says, oh, yeah. now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness, and not just for me, but for all who long for his appearing. So there is a judgment yes. or a, a, I like to call it an award ceremony, where we're going to get crowns and we're only going to, <laughs> only the beautiful things of what we did on the earth with love will make it to heaven and will be awarded for it and rewarded for it. But the things that we did on earth that did not have love as a motivation, we did it maybe because of our own pride or ambition. Well, those things, according to Corinthians, will burn up like wood, hay, and stubble. (laughs) So these events, from a chronological standpoint, of the destruction and the melting and the dissolution of things would occur before the millennium? Well, that's up for debate, depending on uh, many different ways to read the scripture. I would say it all happens, and I'm giving you a bias here, it all happens after the millennium. This is what we call the final state. The final eternal state happens in Revelation 21-1 and following. And all of the work that happens with regard to the millennium, all that is before. But what you see in 2 Peter 3 is at the end of the millennium. And then when you get to Revelation 21, praise God, that's all behind us. Now we go into what we call the eternal state. Okay, I got to run to my break. I hope you enjoyed it. I love talking to you, Tony. God bless you, sir. I'll be right back. Folks, I have no doubt that these are difficult times for all of us. And with Christmas once again on the horizon, you may be having to consider what you can or can't do in terms of Christmas shopping this year for friends and family. 
However, I also think we would all agree that our Lord's words are true, that it really is more blessed to give than to receive, especially when we're giving the very message of Christmas itself through the power of radio. And that's really what Trans World Radio is all about. Your gift in our campaign with TWR of just $50 will provide a radio to someone in one of several African nations so that they can, often for the very first time, actually hear the true message of Christmas. $100 buys two radios, $150 will buy three, $500 will provide 10 radios, and so forth. Would you make a Christmas gift to TWR right now at 888-988-5656? That's 888-988-5656, or you can give online at WAVA.com. Just use the keyword Africa. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services here. Did you know a single running toilet can quietly waste over 1,000 gallons of water in a single day? For only $99, our experienced and professional plumbers can perform a whole house plumbing system inspection to confirm that your home's water shutoff valves, toilets, faucets, and other fixtures are all leak-free and operational. So give us a call today at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. And you too can say problem solved. Are you worried about your underlying health conditions? Did you know that if you have varicose veins, your chances of getting blood clots are five times higher than normal? Varicose and spider veins are not only painful and embarrassing, they may also be a sign of more serious vein disease. Vein Clinics of America can help. For over 35 years, they've been the leading expert in the minimally invasive treatments of vein disease and can help restore the health and beauty of your legs drastically reducing your chances of clotting. Vein Clinics of America doctors are now seeing patients with varicose and spider veins who may be at risk for blood clots. You can now meet with a VCA doctor online for a teleconsult without ever leaving the comfort of your home. And to ensure safe distancing, VCA will also limit the number of patients in our clinics at any given time. Blood clots are a serious health risk. Call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Medicare and most insurance are accepted. Call 800-761-5522. 800-761-5522. 5522. That's 800-761-5522. I grew up poor, which is even worse than being poor. See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. I've never shied away from hard work. Rising from poverty, he achieved the American dream. We'll all be able to say free at last. From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. Available at SalemNow.com. Get 20% off with promo code WAVA. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. 
AndersonSpeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. We always appreciate it. And I'm so glad we got to have a theological conversation today. We talked about the theology of the incarnation, and I sure hope that it kind of fed your mind. Uh, you know, here's a verse that I want to leave with you, First Timothy 3.16. You know John 3.16, right? For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believeth in him or believes in him, King James just came out of my head, uh, believes in him, uh, would not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life. But what about First Timothy 3.16? Let me read it to you. Beyond all question, the mystery of godliness is great. Here it is. He appeared in a body, was vindicated by the Spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. I mean, if that's not a theological, chronological uh, rendering of Jesus's uh, walk on the earth, uh, you're not going to get a better summary statement. So, yes, I love John 3.16, but uh, 1 1 Timothy 3.16 just kind of puts it in order. He appeared in a body. He was vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. There it is. So if you want the gospel laid out for you, you can always go look at 1 Timothy 3.16 and match it with John 3.16 and Man, you got yourself some theology there. And I really want you to make sure you hang on to Isaiah 9, 6, okay? Those first two lines I think is really important. I have it in my Bible. You may want to have it in your Bible. Just underline both of those lines and put dash his humanity, dash his divinity, all right? So for to us, a child is born, right? His humanity. To us, a son is given, right? His divinity, Jesus was 100% human, 100% God. He was a child that was born, but he was a son that was given. Lord Jesus, as we uh, think about the incarnation, we think about Christmas, we think about what you mean to us. Lord, we must mean a whole lot to you for you to go through all of that to get what you're getting. (laughs) And that's us. So thank you for the great exchange, Lord, and I think we we got a really good deal. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Help your children. Never mind.